We are living in, of course, a digital world now, a world where we are overloaded with content. There's almost too much of it. We watch award shows and we just see how many titles now are originally on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon and, and, you know, just those other streaming services that are out there that are winning all the awards. They no longer seem to be going to those uh, titles that are just on our regular cable TV. Uh, the Oscars, of course, just happened and that was the least viewed Oscars in quite uh, a few years. So what exactly is happening? Well, I think that with more people having PVRs at home and more people simply cutting the cord altogether, it's just the way we are headed. And I'm joined now by a man who helped put together a survey on this very subject. It is the president of Research Co., Mario Canseco. Mario, thanks for coming on. Great to be here, Jeff. Yeah, so let's just talk a little bit about, you know, how are people watching their television now? I mean, uh, you did this survey here not too long ago, and it found that, you know, a, a lot more people are, are not tuning in to live TV. That's right. It's the first time that when we ask Canadians, and I've done this survey uh, twice before, uh, usually you have a higher uh, number of uh, Canadians who say that they watch live television or that live television is a higher percentage of their television viewing time. And this time, it's different. We have 32% of the time Canadians watch television being done through a digital recording device and only 25% of the time live. So there's a situation now where because of the way cable is being delivered to our homes and we have the chance to record anything we want and, and to watch it whenever we want, uh, it's making it very difficult for those who like to watch live television to do it. And it also has an effect on the advertisers because you have a lot of people who aren't watching live. They'll watch maybe six hours later, two days later, and are going to essentially not watch any of the ads that you have out there. So it's definitely one of the biggest challenges for the industry right now. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, as, as a member of the media myself, I you know I often uh, not worry, but uh, think about that quite a bit, is that we have to find a different way to go about selling commercials now because uh, it's just a, a change in the way that we are consuming our content. So therefore, we have to change the way we advertise as well. Um, one thing that, uh, you know, you often think about when talking about, uh, you know, how you go about watching your TV, whether it be uh, through a streaming service, or through uh, an actual live cable box. I mean, one thing I, I often think about is just how old are the people that are doing this? What, what can you tell me about the age breakdown of uh, you know, people who are streaming versus people that are watching live TV? Well, this is definitely one of the biggest differences that we have right now, because if you're 18 to 34, you're going to spend most of your time streaming. 35% of your time watching television is going to be done on a tablet, on a computer, on a phone. Uh, it's 24% of the time for those who are aged 35 to 24, sorry, 35 to 54, and only 11% of the time for those who are aged 55 and over. So essentially what you have here is a situation where the older generation is more likely to still be watching cable television, maybe recorded, maybe live, uh, but the younger generation is more likely to be finding some of those shows and streaming them at their convenience. So as this generation starts to age, uh, you start to wonder what is going to happen with the uh, with the usual way in, in which uh, cable television used to be delivered. If you have this generation growing up and streaming all the time, finding the content that they want at their disposal and not waiting for a show that is going to be live on Thursday at 6 p.m., it's going to be very challenging for the industry to keep pace. Yeah, it's definitely uh, a difference in, in how we are consuming uh, our content, like I said earlier. How, is there a difference, too, when, when looking at gender? I mean, obviously, there was a significant impact of age and, and how that changed um, how you were viewing your television. But, uh, you know, does gender have any impact? What is fascinating with gender is uh, there's a shift in the way we watch things. Men are more likely to be watching television live. So most of their time is going to be spent watching television live 
Part of it has to do uh, with taking control of the remote, if you will, uh, but also because men tend to like sports and they want to watch that live. Women are more likely to be taping things, to be watching them later. So maybe after the kids go to bed and you have a little free time, that's when you're going to be catching up on your shows or streaming some of the things you want. So there's definitely this gender gap here, which is quite interesting because it, it certainly suggests that we're watching television individually when it comes to couples and not the way it used to be done before where the whole family would sit together at a specific time to watch a show. Yeah, that uh, that does make a little bit of sense to me. I'm uh, an avid sports watcher, and uh, that's really the only uh, television I watch live anymore is, is my sports content. So I understand where that uh, that breakdown comes from. Uh, one other interesting thing, too, that you uh, looked at here was just the people that are watching uh, Canadian networks. Because if you are going to be uh, subscribing to, to a cable network, then, uh, you know, a, a lot of the times probably your local television is potentially what you are watching. So, um, you know, that, that, that seems to be a, an issue where, uh, or, or uh, some, uh, an area that, that can probably hold on by uh, having those cable subscriptions is that local networks that still exist. So, um, you know, how, how are people consuming their local television? I mean, those that do have cable, are they more likely to watch a Canadian or a local network? It's definitely happening. You know, that is one of the uh, uh, situations in the survey that is quite positive when it comes to local news and to local television. You know, we have three out of five Canadian cable subscribers who watch Canadian networks daily or a few times a week. So you're definitely tuning into those Canadian channels more than you're tuning to the American networks or the sports channels. Obviously, that happens a lot because of specific things. You're not going to be watching sports channels 24-7. You're going to be waiting for specific sports that you like. Uh, but what's interesting is also a climb in the number of Canadians who are watching news channels. It's now at 63%. Uh, back a few years ago, it was roughly around 45-50%. So there's a couple of things here. One of them is the obsession that we had recently with the American uh, a situation after Donald Trump became elected. Uh, you have more Canadians tuning not only to watch Canadian news channels, but also American news channels. And this is sure to continue as we get ready for the election on November 5th. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely entertaining to watch what's going on south of the border. That's that's for sure. So no surprise that uh, network news networks are, are getting a boost when it comes to viewership. Uh, I'll get you out of here on this. I only have about a minute left, but I did want to look a little bit at your other survey that you did here on the, the 5th of this month, and that's talking about British Columbians expecting an early provincial election. Things might have changed a little bit following yesterday's uh, demonstrations at the legislature, but uh, as of last week, I guess, what were you looking at? I mean, how many people were expecting an early election? Well, that was quite interesting because we do see 51% of BC residents who expect to have an early election. I think there's a lot of issues at play. The Greens having to choose a new leader, the fact that maybe the new leader won't want to continue with the uh, situation that they have right now with the NDP. Uh, but what's quite striking to me is that the appetite for an early election is definitely higher in northern BC, in the Okanagan, and with BC Liberal voters. So I think BC Liberal voters are looking into this as an opportunity to get back in there, and they are definitely more likely to hope that an election happens this year than to wait until October 2021. Yeah, well, I'm sure we will find out uh, in the not-too-distant future whether or not that early election does get called. Thank you so much for doing this, Mario. Really appreciate you taking the time. Always, uh, always love talking to you. My pleasure, Jeff. That was the president of Research Co., Mario Canseco.